That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinemania World Show, episode 108 of the Cinemania World Show. We talk all things movies and television news. As always, I'm joined by... Some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Geekly Goods, Leo. Leo, hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Good to be on, chatting some summer movies and some news for the week. Thanks for having me. Yes, as always, man, of course. Uh, we are also joined by Arch Nemesis number three, <laughs> Meg. Hey, AKA what's Wonder up? Meg. What's up? How you doing? Good. Hey, At this point, I might hey. think that you're the problem if you have so many Arch Nemesis. That's Why? not true. Y'all just always y'all just y'all just against me, man. Not Leo mm-hmm. though. Leo can never be against me, man. That's my guy, right? Hey, there. we homies, bro. But these arch nemesis <laughs> out here, yeah, Hannah, Amanda, and Meg, all just a mess. Um, all right, everyone, we are here to talk about some things and some things. We are going to talk about some news from the week. There's a there's a good amount of news from this week, and we are also going to get into our summer movie preview, where we will preview all the movies that are coming from the month of June, July, and August. But before we get into that, let's get into the main news that dropped this week. Out of nowhere, we got news that Lady Gaga is apparently going to be, is in talks to play Harley Quinn in Todd Phillips' sequel to The Joker alongside Joaquin Phoenix. And his uh, in the movie, second movie right now, the script said Joker... Foley adieu, which means what is it? Party for two or some shit like that? Some some weird Italian shit. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's that's the big news going on this week. Lady Gaga guys and talks to play Harley Quinn for Joker two. I'll go around get you guys thoughts before I give mine. I'll start with you, Leo. What did you think when you saw this crazy headline this week? Uh, you know what? As a little monster. I love Lady Gaga. I love just about anything she's in. I love all her albums. I love all her music. Big fan. Seen a couple concerts. Um, I'm conflicted, man. And conflicted. and the reason why is not even Lady Gaga herself, because I think she's fantastic. It's just I can't unsee Margot. And in the animated series, if we're speaking animated series, I can't like unhear Kaylee Cuoco and Tara Strong. So it's just going to be hard to have yet another Harley Quinn kind of doubling because I don't Mm -hmm. think we're done with Margot, right? I mean, I think we might have a project or two left. So it's just kind of weird that we're doing all these, like, we got the Batman going, we got DCEU, (laughs) we got, like, it's just like, what is going on? Is there like four or five lanes going on with DC right now? But I guess if we're just asking the question of if Gaga would be good for the role, I think so. Um, I I did not like House of Gucci, but I th- no. I liked her in it, and I think she. It felt to me like she was in another movie because she no. was just so like over the top and wacky, but in a good way. And then everybody else was not matching that energy. So I'm like, all right, yeah. if she's got somebody matching her energy in Joaquin Phoenix, I'm curious to see it. I, I'm still cautiously optimistic, but I think for me, the most negative part of all of this is the rumor of it being a musical. Mm, um, wow. I don't know if that, I'm sure that's not confirmed, but I don't know about all that, man. The moment we start bringing in singing, <laughs> I think I'm checking right on out. Like, look, and, and Gaga is a great singer, but I just don't want this to be a musical, man. I, I don't think that that matches. I don't think that matches the subject matter. When I saw the article, I was like, "Define musical." This is like going to be like one part where yeah. like they start singing. I'm fine with that, but if it's straight up like I'm talking West Side Story, they waking up and they singing no, no, and shit no, like, no, "Yo, no, I'm no, gonna no, be no. checked." And I know people are vibing with this concept, like, "Oh, it's gonna be the craziest movie." But I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. you. I was like, "What?" <laughs> the okay. So the idea of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, I think, is very genius. Because, like, for the longest time, I was like, I love me some Margot Robbie. But, like, I was like, I mean, right now we have multiple versions of, like, DC characters anyway. So I would have loved to seen 
someone else as like Harley Quinn to see who else can really do it. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Like if someone is playing the Joker for like 20 years, like it gets kind of boring. Not saying that Margot is boring. It's just that, you know, we've seen it now. So I would love to see like somebody else take the reign. Um, And I never would have thought of Lady Gaga. So I think it's a great casting in that regard. And especially for this kind of film, you know, she's not going to be doing superheroic heroic things. They're, 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 like she are going to have a Harley Quinn who's actually like, insane and like killing folks and whatnot hopefully uh but i think lady gaga is a great choice for that but as far as like the musical thing i checked out too i was like i don't know man that just i don't know that sounds a little too a little too much for me but uh meg how about you what did you think about when you saw this, this uh basically the same exact thing you guys are saying i have been a lady gaga fan like forever it seems uh and (laughs) (laughs) i love all of her music i love her like basically just as a person everything she stands for um and like seeing this transition from like global pop star to like now becoming like a serious actress i think it's just like the perfect step for her um and i agree like house of gucci was not a very good movie but she was um she was what made that movie worth watching mm-hmm. um and her as harley quinn is just like i can't like other than margot uh robbie i don't know like who else could really play her this perfectly uh because i feel like gaga is like such a transformative uh like creator like a, a creative person i feel like this role is really just gonna like blossom her to like even bigger stardom like because everybody loves harley quinn you know yeah yeah, yeah. um uh and i really do hope we see like that crazier murderer side of harley quinn that we're kind of missing in the dcu i know that they're trying to do like a more uh uh heroic yeah more of like an anti-hero um right uh independent harley quinn which is fine and uh, that's kind of like what i love about harley quinn is that she there's like so many different iterations of her throughout her like history um i really hope they focus on like the uh like the creation of harley quinn in this you know like the psycho uh, psychologist that like goes literally mad for the joker um, and I think that they could do some really cool things like with the musical aspect that would just make it seem even more insane. <laughs> if I feel like it has to be done su- in such a like perfectly executed way. Um, right, because like right. for one, not a lot of people want a sequel to the first Joker. You know, like a lot of people think that it's just fine on its own, which it is. I don't really think it necessarily needed a sequel, but uh they really have to do something crazy for this one uh to top you know the success of the last one so i think bringing in lady gaga as harley quinn and like making it this crazy like musical of two mad people in love with each other but like i i I feel like it could work but it also could go really horribly so (laughs) either way i think it'll be entertaining (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if it it can either go really, really well or it can just okay, you know. Um, so yeah, I agree. I agree with both of you. I I'm still like very excited and I'm excited to see like a more like you said, like a more evil version of Harley Quinn. And I'm also kind of, you know, because another thing I'm excited for is that this Joker that we have with Joaquin, he's a very mature, older joker so i'm actually excited to see a harley quinn in that realm as well too like what does an older harley quinn kind of act like or or like you know think like you know so i'm excited to see that as well to see how they kind of you know balance the two out and i wonder if they're gonna start off with her being harley quinn or if they're gonna do the doctor storyline like maybe she's one of the doctors in the uh psychiatric place that they were at at the end of the first movie maybe she's one of those and that's how it starts and yeah i'm just really i'm still really excited for the movie um i had a good time with the first film you know i understand its flaws but i i had a lot of fun when i saw it yeah um so you know i am excited to see what happens and and stuff so yeah we'll we'll see what happens um all right let's get into some other stuff from the week so we had some you know some shows dropped this week on Wednesday. I don't know what's up with like Wednesdays being the day for all these shows, but I haven't watched Obi-Wan yet. So I actually missed the last two episodes of Obi-Wan. I don't know what's going on. It's just like, I'm into it. I'm just not like, 
invested i guess so yeah, you know but... i thought the show was gonna be a lot different than what it is not that i don't like it uh it's just i don't know how to word this without sounding like rude but like <laughs> it just seems kind of cheap like uh oh like when you're watching it it doesn't it does like the world doesn't seem like this big expansive universe like the first two episodes you see like alderaan and tatooine and it's like mm-hmm. it's like you actually feel like you're in like space you know like you see these giant futuristic cities and like it's the first time you really see alderaan as like this beautiful city that they always make it out to be right. and then like there's something around like episode three it just kind of like what i don't know like it just kind of everything seems like a sound stage like there's only ever a few people on screen together and not that i'm saying like i need like cameo after cameo you know what i mean because i don't care for that but um i don't know it just something about it just seems that i guess the word i should use isn't cheap but that's the only one i can think of um i think uh uh, Ewan McGregor is just perfect as uh, you know Obi Wan, and seeing um, seeing Hayden Christensen as Anakin again is just so like ugh, it's just it's like a tearjerker, you know, because like he was treated pretty shitty like during the prequels. Uh, but I don't know, there's just something missing from this show, I think. And uh, it we only have like one episode left, and it's just the like six episode shit, man. It's, it's just, like it's too much. It's uh, not good. Well, guys, these these shows were never meant to be the extravagant, big big versions that the movies are. Well, I, yeah, I, I, really I don't think that's that, like that I'm big. not really asking for that. I'm just kind of asking for like some like better written dialogue because like if you're gonna like have these small scale shows, I think it needs to be written just a little bit better. I, I don't think they have their foot on the gas that hard with these, if I'm being honest. Well, I, I like, think this is me I tracking the reason, from Hawkeye to now. I think the re I I actually kind of I actually kind of agree with Meg because I said it's I said this on the show a few on, on a show a few weeks ago that I was expecting Obi-Wan to just have more stakes than like a than like a Boba Fett show has had. It, that's kind of what it feels like to me. Yeah. It just feels like a a show where we're just kind of trucking along and it's like, and yeah. it's like, you know, it just doesn't feel like the stakes are really there and they kind of already blew off the Darth Vader stuff with Obi-Wan. I know they're going to go back to it when he's like, when he has all, all his like stuff back, but it just, it feels like it, it just feels like the, it, it doesn't feel like a show that has as much stakes as like a rogue one movie had, or like, you know, it just feels very kind of just put there. And I don't think an Obi-Wan show should have felt like that. Yeah, you know, and all. they can only do so much within the, you know, the canon of the Star Wars universe because they don't want to, you know, how their fans react when you change literally anything. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I understand that they can only do so much, but I think the show could have really benefited with like focusing more so on like Obi-Wan's like, uh, the trauma that he has like even hearing the name Anakin or like I don't know because it, it just kind of feels like like this whole um, Leia rescue mission thing is like it's the whole show and it's like that's <laughs> my yes my I agree right and it does seem like that would just be the side mission yeah like one or two episodes quest. out of six not like four <laughs> See, I'm only three episodes in, so I'm like, oh, they still on that? It's still, Yeesh. yeah. And it's like yeah, every episode I, yeah. seems to end the same way, and you're just like, okay. Are we Are we already at, how many episodes are we at right There's now? There's one we're episode pulling up left. on six. So we're, episode, so we're episode five in total. Yeah, I missed yeah. two yep. episodes. I just like, I just was expecting, <laughs> I guess I guess I was just expecting more from the show. And I do agree, uh, Leo, the, 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 you know, the, um. The, whatchamacallit, the the backlash and the and the drama really took me out of it. And that usually like never happens with anything. I'm usually like, ah, you know, but like this, the way the drama the drama is for this one, I'm just like very just not really vibing right. with it. And like so. it sucks that that they're uh premiering this show on the same day as Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel is so much better. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm having a blast like, with Miss Marvel. Yeah, and, and you know what's sad like is I wanted to be mm-hmm. I wanted to enjoy Obi-Wan as much, but it's yeah. just since the last Jedi, like the Star Wars fandom, the toxic side of it has it just gotten bad, worse yeah. and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And I recall, and sorry to go on a quick tangent here, but 
I just recall when The Last Jedi came out and like how ruthless mm -hmm. people got about a fictional IP. It just was so exhausting yeah. that I'm seeing that all over again with Kenobi and you know, like Mando has been able to kind of graze by that because of spoiler appearing at the end of season two and yeah. other factors like exploring the galaxy and such. It works, but it, it's just every time you return to anything, Star Wars prequels, anything, even mm -hmm. Star Wars originals like Boba Fett, people just get really, really just like malicious about it. And it takes the fun out of it. Like it doesn't even make me want to watch it. I tune into uh, Miss Marvel episode one three times i've seen the second one uh, uh once only but it's certainly seems like a a better written show mm -hmm. than b it's just oh, it absolutely this yeah. should this should have its own release day like move mm -hmm. kenobi to fridays or move captain or miss marvel to fridays yeah. one of the two yeah it's, they and they also out. drop like if you they also drop love victor in the middle of those two shows too um, that's right on yeah. disney plus and hulu it's just like a weird why does it have to be wednesday can it be know. thursday like, friday you're literally just competing with yourself at this <laughs> is point. that like, like a stock market point? day or something what's going on here it's just so weird to me oh no um but getting into getting into miss to miss marvel uh i watched the episode i watched episode two yesterday um and after watching the first two episodes, because I actually did go back and rewatch episode one, two, um, I really love this show. And I actually love this show. I haven't said those words as far as like a Marvel Disney Plus show probably since like WandaVision. Um, yeah. And the show is not even like this. This is the type of show where it's just kind of like it's like vibes and culture. And mm -hmm. that's that's like it. And like character work too it's like there's no kind of big things big mcu things happening here and i actually really enjoy it um it brings me back to like kind of the vibe that homecoming that spider-man homecoming was or like mm -hmm. you know into the spider-verse as well um the visuals are amazing like they, when they do that thing where like they're showing a title card and they flash it to like different kind of colors and logos i think that's really cool and the art style is so great um and it's just it looks really good i'm still i'm just like the only thing about it of course is like i'm 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 already starting to kind of get over the power thing just because like the comic if you read the comic like the power that she has it's so integral to her character in the comic so i you know they kind of they kind of don't do that here where you know it, you know in the comic she's like really focused on body dysmorphia and mm -hmm. how like um, when she first gets this powers, the first thing she does is make herself look like, you know, Captain Marvel, not like just the powers, but like how Captain Marvel looked, meaning like the blonde hair and the, you know, the kind of hourglass kind of thing. That's what she does when she first gets it. Then she realizes that that's just not who she is. So then she starts using the body dysmorphia stuff. And I think the show really does not have that. But as far as everything else, I'm having a really, really good time with it. Um, and yeah, I actually can't wait. It's like one of those Disney Plus shows for Marvel that I go back and rewatch the episodes after they air too. So yeah, I really, I really, really, I'm really, really enjoying the show. Uh, Meg, let's go to you. What is your thoughts on Miss Marvel so far? Um, I love it. I think that it is like the the best like first two episodes of a of a Disney Plus series because it really just draws you in. Like the lead actress is absolutely just incredibly charming. And, um, you know, you see like interviews of her and she's just like a total Marvel stan. And it's so refreshing to see like <laughs> an actor care so much about like the source material. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I, I think that what this show does so well is um, it's like really relatable to any kid that like wants to be a superhero that like idolizes that one person in your life that you want to be like so much um i think this show does a lot better job of that than what hawkeye tried i feel like this is what hawkeye tried to do but mm -hmm. didn't do very well at all um don't start leo <laughs> yeah i'm sorry Gosh. but look look <laughs> hawkeye i can i can forget the slander now <laughs> um no, I just I just think this show is really charming and um the way that they display um Kamala's uh uh culture and her family life is is like 
this could possibly be someone's first exposure to like that type of household and that type of culture. And they do like a really good job of explaining things. Like in this second episode, they talk about the partition, which, you know, I don't think I've really ever seen any comic book uh, IP touch on something like that in live action. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's great. And it's stylized so well, like, you know, when like they're texting each other, like the text pop up like on your screen like while you're watching it and um this gave me a lot more uh hope for the batgirl project because i know that the first two episodes are directed by the people that are directing the uh, batgirl movie so uh it gives me uh more hope that at least the batgirl movie i forgot about that yeah will be somewhat like stylized around like a young woman you know Mm -hmm yeah um, yeah, I, yeah I think it's i think it's cool the powers are like growing on me um the whole time i'm watching the show though like these little like embarrassing moments that she has with her powers i just think of how like how it uh better it would look if like she actually had her in big in powers you know like in the second episode where like her powers manifest like in her nose or something like that would really raise like the embarrassing level of her powers Mm -hmm. uh and really just make her more relatable i think to like younger women who have these type of like body dysmorphic uh issues going on um because like her powers are just so pretty to look at you know (laughs) Um, yes my yes my that's the only thing i I mean i i I have a lot of fun when like they do they do the embiggen stuff but with the light yeah it's called hard light i don't know it's like it's (laughs) a little a little too on the nose for me but no, I'm really digging it, and uh, I'm really looking forward. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a chore to keep up with this show, like mm-hmm. some of the other ones have felt like. So, um, I'm excited to, um, you know, watch it next week, the week after, and it really makes you want to learn more about this character. Yeah, I, um, I, I agree because, like, I remember when I when like shows like Hawkeye were like coming out, it'd be like, oh yeah, I gotta watch. Yeah, <laughs> and I and it takes me like until like Sunday to actually get into it or something. Um, but yeah, I I hundred percent agree. I I think the show, which is very charming, like you said, I cannot wait to see Amon around other actors like heroes yeah. and stuff. It's gonna be super fun. Um, so I'm really I'm really excited, to, you know, for like what they did where it's like regarding like the next movie. It's like called the Marvels. I just can't wait to see that kind of. But I also I'm also excited to see her with other young Avengers. Like, ah man, I, I just I've always loved the pairing of Miss Marvel and Spider Man. I know it's probably gonna yeah. be a while, but like I just I want to see that stuff, you know. So I'm super pumped for her future. Leo, how about you? Episode two, or did you did you rewatch it? I know you rewatched, you've seen it already, but did you did you watch it again, or what or what did you think of it? Uh, so I I didn't. It's not fresh in the memory, but I will say about the show overall so far. I just want to start with the like really whimsical visual effects. I really like it. Kind of has to me. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like a more mature diary of a wimpy kid. You have all these kind of little squiggles and nice visuals going on that really, I think, match the setting we're in here with the coming of age. And like you said, it's got homecoming energy to it. It really does. It's just it's it's really charming. And Iman is so good. Like this is her first major role, and I was like, wow, she's a natural yeah she's yeah. got great chemistry with other actors she's really good on screen she makes you excited to see where this character is going i didn't really think about the powers until you guys brought it up and i think that would be a good beat for the show to visit i don't think that it, I, I don't i don't think that they necessarily will jump past that maybe i'll be wrong but i think there could be some there there could be some breaking away from Captain Marvel going on here because, you know, in the first episode, she's cosplaying as Captain Marvel. She's kind of still stuck trying to be Captain Marvel. So I think we can still play to that beat a little bit, but I I, I see what you guys are saying about the powers in the comics. And yeah, it it does kind of take away from that, but I think there are still some opportunities with what we have here. The visuals are great. I mean, it's just it's fun to watch. It's like you guys were saying, it's fun. It doesn't feel laborious. Look, I know I was standing up for Hawkeye and look, I I, I like Hawkeye, but it's not on this level. And I just think that the writing is sharp here. It's fun. It really just, 
It, may, it it feels like throwing on Ferris Bueller's Day Off and just chilling and enjoying a, a like a quick fun movie. Like it's just it's so fun. And I like you. I'm looking forward to the Marvels even more now. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. After these first two episodes, I'm like, wow, her Tiana Paris and Brie together. Like I'm really looking forward to that. So I can't wait to see where this character goes. I'm gonna have to watch episode two again because this is not as fresh on the mind as episode one, but. Episode two was another strong one. I know that I, I had heard a couple of complaints about like a cup, maybe too many things going on, but I don't think that 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 really didn't throw me off. Like I, I was get, okay I with the story just continuing to move and, and drive yeah. and, and things continuing to happen. I was cool with that. Like I know toward the end of the episode, there's like a whole other thing that goes on when she gets in homeboy's car. And now, now there's somebody else involved. Like I get it, but, I don't know. I'm 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 down for it, man. Look, I'm here to enjoy the ride and Miss Marvel so far has been the funnest I've had with any Disney Plus Marvel show since WandaVision. Easily. I will say, regarding that the end, because I just thought about it again, I'm like, oh yeah, that part. I will say, like, normal normal I think Marvel sometimes, especially with their shows, they're they're really bad at like like cliffhangers or like getting you excited for the next episode with the, how they end. Um, I just remember one. There was one episode in Hawkeye. I think it was episode one, where he takes off uh, the Ronin mask of of like uh, Kate Bishop, and he's like, "Who are you?" And that like ended the episode. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, I was like, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> so they they do that a lot. If you like go back to like their show, they do that a lot, and they do it in movies too. I think like like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I hate the post credit scene, whereas like Charlie's is like Doctor Strange. You cause I was like, this is dumb, man. <laughs> so like when it happens here, I was like, okay, you know, it worked. Like I was, I was like, damn, I kind of want to see what happens next, you know. So I didn't get the vibe of like, oh, that shit was corny. What was that, you know? So I think they, I think that, I think that goes down to like the writing of the show. The writing of the show was way more like. It's just better. It's just like I was trying to look for. just don't work if we know who it is. I don't know yeah. if you guys are, <laughs> yeah, are caught up with the boys. It was the same with the season three episode one ending. I'm like, okay, we already know about that senator having powers and being a soup, right? And so exposing Huey to that doesn't do anything to me. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you, especially when you end it like that too. Like that's supposed to be like some. Oh wow. Oh man, he saw the character that we already knew from the first. 20 minutes right it's like we already knew about it so i don't really care (laughs) so um yeah so i think them doing it again with here something here is like oh okay because like i didn't i mean i didn't know homeboy was like into some into some suspicious stuff you know so now they have a woman in the back and he's like meet my mom it's a little corny but you know i had fun with it so i'm excited to see where they go and i think the whole and i think the scene of her saving the kid was cute so yeah um i think the show i think the show was a lot of fun um all right Let's get into our summer movie preview. We're going to discuss the upcoming films from uh, this summer. Uh, we kicked off the summer kind of with like, you know, Top Gun Maverick is going crazy with like box office. And then Jurassic World Dominion, spoiler, I did not see that yet. So I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> Don't rush, folks. Don't rush to that. <laughs> I, I was like, damn, I'm, I'm really slacking. The last movie out, the last movie I seen in theaters was Top Gun Maverick. Me too. Um, so yeah, I yeah. So we started it off with those two, and now uh, this week, uh, tonight and tomorrow, we start with uh, Lightyear. So let's go through the months. We're gonna start with June. Um, well, the rest of June, I guess. Uh, I'll <laughs> go to you, Meg. What do we got for the rest of the month? Well, uh, obviously today. We well, not today. Tomorrow, the seventeenth. I know. I think today's Friday too. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know, I'm, dude. I'm I've been like that all day. Um. <laughs> Lightyear uh comes out which I've heard is really good. Um I'm mm-hmm. I'm really excited to go see that. Um Brian and Charles, don't know what that is. Official competition, <laughs> don't know what that is. <laughs> the Lost Girls, The Good Neighbor, Mid-Century, all those have release dates of tomorrow. Uh then June 24th, we've got Elvis which yeah, I, I'm pretty excited for Elvis. My uh, grandma, who recently passed away, absolutely mm. loved Elvis. Like, we went to Graceland and everything, and it was oh, wow. really awesome. So I'm going to go see that in her honor, probably, with my mom. Uh, long as fuck. Though. Yeah. Damn, it was like yeah, 240. Damn, three hours. Yeah. Like you know, well, you know me. I love a good long movie, so. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League in theaters. I said, what? Girl, and I, I took, didn't even I go to the bathroom once. Girl, I took three breaks at home, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, then we have the black phone, which, oh my gosh, I've heard that that's absolutely terrifying. And Ethan Hawke is insane. So, mm-hmm, um, Marcel, the shell with shoes on. Isn't that the... Uh, yeah, the A24 one. Little, yeah, oh, that one does look really cute. Oh, I forgot they were doing that. The short film is so cute. Yeah. So it, it should be good. Uh, and then we have Olga closes out what? the month. Don't know what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's it for June, Dan. We like missed like half of June already. Fuck. Um, yeah, Lightyear, I'm excited. The trailers look good. Um, I don't know how I feel about Chris Evans, though, as... Uh, yeah, it's it's one of them things where just, like... It's like, you're so used to a certain voice, like, your whole childhood. Yeah. And it's, like... And it he works. has such a distinct voice that, like, anytime I hear him talk, I only ever think about Captain America. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta, I gotta step works. in. It works. Okay. It really Well, I'm really excited works. to see yeah, it. I, whenever I get to... I've been doing a lot of, like, overtime at my job. So whenever I yeah. get to see it... But um, I'm excited to check the movie out. But I do... It, it's just weird. I love Toy Story. And it's just, like... It was, like, you know, the... I could just tell, like, the the the, the production room was, like, man, we gotta do something with this with these characters, man. So... And now they're doing this thing, like, this is the movie that Andy saw when he was a kid. And it Love makes that. no sense, though. But like, because like, did you see that photo that they had when he was watching it in the movie, and he had like toys yeah, that he didn't that have was in the dope. that kind of like, had me tearing but, up. But he had like toys that he didn't have in the first one. He had toys that he got in three or like two or something. I don't know. It was just very weird. Um. I am excited to see the movie though, because I do love me some Buzz Lightyear and I love Chris Evans. Elvis looks long as shit, but I am excited. The Black Phone is like my most anticipated of the yeah. of, like the month though, because like I really, really want to see it. Um, I know a lot of people saw it last night, and my theater near me was not doing that AMC investor thing, so I didn't get to see it. But I'm gonna see it next week, opening night, so I am excited to see that. Um, all right, so I guess July I will do. Um, it's a lot of random stuff on here, but <laughs> minions. <laughs> <laughs> let's go through them. July. I forgot that was even coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So let's get because this 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 month is like actually like really like pretty pretty packed. Um. All right. So July first, we have Minions: The Rise of Gru. Uh, Mr. Malcolm's List. I actually heard some good things about that. Uh, Rocketry: The Nambi Effect. Attack on Finland. What? I don't know. Fourth of July. Hot Seat and Miss Guys or Losers. Most of those are just indies coming out, but the main one is Minions of that weekend, uh, which looks fun. And then July 8th, we have a big one, Thor, Love, and Thunder, which I'm actually going to be Woo-hoo! seeing. I'm actually going to be seeing that in like two weeks, period. Um, Thor, Love, and Thunder is July 8th, which I am excited for Thor, Love, and Thunder. I know it looks weird, like as far as like things in the trailers just look really off, but I am pumped. I'm excited for Christian Bale. Um, July 15th, we have Where the Crawdads Sing. I'm excited Woo-hoo! for that one. Can't wait for that. Um, yes, then we have Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, American Carnage, Wrong, and Wrong Place. July 22nd is my next anticipated movie of the summer, and that is Jordan Peele's Nope. Uh, and we have How to Please a Woman. So, yeah, we have those on July 22nd. I'm really, really looking forward to Nope. And then lastly, J- July 29th, 2022, we have Vengeance, the Batman sequel, DC League <laughs> of Super Pets, <laughs> The Reef, Stocked, and All and Ali and uh, and Ava. So that is that's July. Um, it's crazy that like Black Adam was supposed to come out in July. Oh, God, <laughs> don't remind us. I know. <laughs> that DC sizzle is already yeah. out of date. Dude, it was out of date literally the week they put it the out. The week after. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta fix that color palette. I'm How gonna, you I'm drop so much... a sizzle and then it go out of, it was out of date? <laughs> yeah. We didn't discuss the trailer last week when it came out. We didn't do a show. What did you guys think about that trailer? Oh, Black I loved Adam. it. Oh, for yeah, Black Adam? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I just, uh, I really need them to get rid of that yellow filter. That man. color palette is awful. The, I don't know what like they're doing with that. That that scene, oh, that scene where uh, Black Adam and Hawkman are like standing in that room together. It's like Hawkman just totally gets washed out by like the color grading. <laughs> and it's like, he shouldn't get washed out. He's got like this whole get up on, you know, but like, yeah. he just, I don't know. I, uh, 
I'm really only like excited for the movie for Doctor Fate and Hawkman. Mm. So as long as the they're movie, cool, I'm good with it. The I feel like the movie. So the thing I'll say about the movie that the movie looks very dated, but I will say why. I don't want people to think I'm not excited for it because I'm super pumped for Black Adam. It looks dated because I feel like a lot of general audiences are going to be like, oh, we've seen these heroes before, these kind of heroes before. Mm-hmm. And it really hit me. Like when they were showing Dr. Fate, because in the comics, like in history, Dr. Fate came first before Dr. Strange. So I know my mom is going to be like, oh my God, they're copying Dr. Strange. Oh, and like, yeah, oh yeah, man, they're boy. copying a... Uh, who else? Oh, they're copying Ant-Man. I can already see it. Like a lot of casual fans, like just being like, this is a copy of the MCU. This is horrible, you know? So I don't know. I, I just, it just, it feels very like not anything that we haven't seen before, but I'm still excited to see it. But the the color palette is a little weird. It's got to change, man. Oh no, y'all. I'm mad hype. I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with the color palette. I think that it, um, the only thing for me is that some of the scenes in the trailer, the visual effects look a little, a little rough. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been delayed to hell. It's not like it just started filming. It's been, it's They've been, been trying to make this me. gosh dang movie for like <laughs> since I was like in years. high school. Or so yeah, like right. longer than that was like two thousand seven or something. Yeah, oh, the Rock fuck. been locked into this since like oh four. Yeah, so like <laughs> come on, like this movie needs. You know, I try not to say a movie needs to be perfect, but this movie needs to be perfect because he's been perfecting this role forever, like twenty years oh, almost. Man. And you know, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned with the whole doing the whole. Do you want to be a hero or a villain yeah. thing again? I'm a little bit like, eh, can we just? Can we just get I kind of want him to just be a villain. Like, yeah. I kind of want him to just like, just know, like they can't be a villain. They, they really these movies when they do the villain movie it's like they're all the same because it's like oh i'm not a villain i want to be the good guy but i have to do like you know people yeah yeah it's so like fuck me i I don't know it's like very like stop doing this idea if you don't know what to do with it you know and i want him to just be like a villain like just come out and just be like look like (laughs) i tried the heroic thing it didn't work for me yeah, and he's like not gonna be, and it makes no sense for him to want to save people. He should be angry at everybody, but you know he's gonna save a few folks, and he's gonna you know be a good guy here and there. It's also and the Rock, I, so I don't think yeah. that he wants to be a bad guy. Yeah, the Rock has a lot of kids looking up to him, so yeah. of course he's gonna want to be that kind of role model or whatever. Even the line where he's like, "Heroes don't kill people," and the Rock's like, "Well, I do." I'm like, "Yeah, Rock, I know you're gonna save some mofos in this movie." <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just like if you're gonna if you're gonna do the villain storyline, do the villain storyline and make them bad guys. Don't make them semi good guys, but in the end, like fucking Morbius, the entire movie is like, oh yeah, I'm oh, saving man. people. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> out of the clear blue, he's like, oh, I hate people. What? <laughs> or like with Venom, like I could not take Venom seriously in No Way Home. It just like when Venom, when 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 Tom Hardy's happy go lucky chocolate Eden self is like I'm gonna <laughs> go after Spider Man. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I just hate that. Like, you know, if you're gonna do it, just fucking do it. But, but hold anyway. on, there's a logical explanation for Morbius because come on now, it's Morbin time. Fuck, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so July, Leo, what are you looking forward to the most here uh, as far as this lineup? July, my do- oh, uh, I'm looking forward to the most Thor, Love, and Thunder for sure. Or, that and Nope for sure mm-hmm. are probably like the two big ones for me. Also, Where the Crawdads, Where the Crawdads Sing, I thought it was a fantastic book. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I like Daisy Edgar Jones. So I, I, I'm hoping they don't really like botch that one. I don't think they will. Small. Mm. It, it should be a pretty good, enjoyable movie. That League of Super Pets, man. I mean, that's kind of such a weird yeah. release. I'm like, can't y'all just drop that on HBO Max? Why that got to be in the theater? <laughs> yeah. The know. Rock's it, in that too, feels... isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like Superman yeah. or something? Yep. It's like so made by his production company too. Oh, wow. 
Why he he's, he's crypto to super dog. Why is he locked down to Warner Brothers like this though? Like I don't know, on? man. I was like, that pause of fury though. I'm so excited. No, I'm <laughs> um, but yeah, like July looks good. It's a good lineup. It feels like yeah. every week there's a solid film to go see in July. So I'm looking forward to it. And then like tomorrow, I know we were in June already, but tomorrow, uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth, I believe, is on a, and it's oh, on Apple yes. TV, which I heard great things, and I'm gonna watch that oh, when dude. I get the chance this weekend. Um, favorite of Sundance. Yeah, so I can't wait to watch that. But uh, yeah, July is looking. I don't know this summer. It's just me. Like this, it doesn't feel like maybe because like we already kind of went past Top Gun Maverick and like Jurassic yeah. World. But it just it doesn't I feel, feel like when like you start a, out with a movie like Top Gun Maverick. There's really only down ooh. from there. It's like <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, such just, a good movie. I'm trying to figure out like other summers where I'm like, oh my god, everything every single week I am in the theater. And I can't remember the last time that happened, maybe like 2019 or something. Of course, we went into like the pandemic and stuff in last year, doesn't in last two years, doesn't really like count. But um, I'm thinking like, you know, the summer movie season definitely going to get a lot better in the coming of years because, you know, COVID kind of threw everything to a loop and, you know, delays and stuff. So, yeah. yeah and I, and I, and I, one I kinda, more thing in July, we got one more thing. Yeah. And more. I, I kind of want, and I, and I, and I kind of want more horror in the summer as well, too. I feel like that doesn't really happen a lot. We have like, two bigger ones you know but um yeah let's uh let's go to let's go into august let's go to you leo for august well hold on we got one more in july what one more it's not a movie what is stranger it? things volume two oh, baby yeah. let's go oh, that's I right yeah. wait for that <laughs> volume two man stranger things four by the way is absolutely was absolutely phenomenal oh, well so far chef's kiss. you know chef's kiss. um all right let's go into august so August, welcome to the summer month of scraps, y'all, where we pretty much get the rest. Um, the, on the 3rd of August, Guns 3, Elias Billy the Kid comes out. Uh, I haven't seen Guns 1 or 2, so hopefully it's good. Uh, on the 5th of August, we got Bullet Train. Now that Yeah, looks, I'm excited um, for Bullet Train. Oh, man. Bullet Train looks great. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes, yes, yes. for that. Glad to see Rachel Sinet. Sinet, I think that's how her name is pronounced. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, Resurrection, which was a pretty good little thriller, horror, kind of borderline horror suspense that came out in Sundance. Yeah. Really, really good. That's a good that's um, a good day of movies right there, August 5th. Yeah, yeah. It's a solid on, on the 5th of July, and then mm -hmm. there's just kind of nothing else. Uh, the 12th of August, we've got Fall. Um, not the season, the movie. Uh, and then 19th of August, you've got Beast and the Drover's Wife. Dang, I should look these up. Uh, 26th of August, Samaritan. And then the 31st of August, 3,000 Years of Longing, which looks pretty good. I mean, look, George Miller. Oh, is that that weird? Idris like, Elba uh, yeah. and Tilda Swinton. It, it sounds like a good concept, but it's getting kind of bombed in reviews like i think i've seen rotten tomatoes it was sitting at a 60 or 70 percent and mm. it was just kind of there's not a lot of hype around it yeah. so i'm like wondering what's going on there i'm like look bro fury road was one of my favorite action movies of all time but that is august august um, that that movie beast is like it just about fighting a damn lion i'm so excited for oh <laughs> that's he's right that's right he's like, like, fight the lion. <laughs> It looks pretty good, man. Okay, yeah. I remember that trailer now. Yeah, he damn two two times in August. Yeah. Go ahead, Idris. Um, yeah, this yeah, so like I said, the summer is like it's like it's it's it goes from like good to like eh, then to like really good again. Like as far as August fifth goes, that look that that's a pretty good day of solid three solid films that weekend. Um, Bullet Train, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's definitely sounds like a lot of fun. And of course, Resurrection, like you said, that I missed that Sundance and I want to see. Um, yeah, uh, Meg, anything in August? It's getting you excited or what? Uh, definitely Bullet Train. Like anytime I see that trailer in the movie theater, I just get so hyped for it. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, let me look through the list. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies looks pretty good. Um, Psyched. Yeah, I mean, Bullet Train, though, is probably, like, my most looked forward to in July, uh, in August. I'm excited for Bullet Train. I'm just tired of that damn trailer I gave. Really? <laughs> I, I've only seen bad. it, like, a few times. Like, any theater See, I went to, they, like, I mean. never played it. And then, like, the last three <laughs> movies I went to, they've had it. And I'm like, hell yeah. 
I've seen it like like twenty five times at least. Oh, like really? it's been holy crap! Dang. It's been playing since like January, and I'm like, bro. Dang. And they just released like all. a new trailer for it too. So I've been watching the same one like over <laughs> and over. Um, I actually haven't seen the trailer at all. Oh wow! Really? Well, it's cool. You begin to the you begin to the theater late then. Hmm? Yep. <laughs> uh, it's either a screening or I show up right before the movie starts. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man! You don't you don't show up for like Maria Menounos and shit. That's that's look, man. I show up and Nicole Kidman's coming on, and I know. Oh <laughs> man! So you're like in the and... trenches, like right before the movie. You ain't lying then, right before yeah, the movie. Yeah, I, I might show up like one or two trailers before. <laughs> um, no, I always like I'm really weird when it comes to getting to the movies, like on time and i Me mean too. Like, i gotta be there and comfy like i love watching trailers especially like so like when there's like a good trailer that i know that's out like right now i probably wouldn't rush to the theater because like what trailer am i really like because i don't like the new nope trailer so i'm like i'm already like eh. yeah and then thor love and thunder the last trailer that they dropped it was like it was good you know but it wasn't like oh i gotta be in the theater for it but I remember, like, when the bat, when that second Batman trailer was playing, I had to make it. Like, that second Batman yeah. trailer. The bat and the cat one? Oh, Yeah, God. that one was good. But, like, the second one where he, when it's like, when he, when you first see the fucking car coming through the flames for the mm-hmm. Riddler, oh, like, man, that shit. Like... I was in there all the time. And then, of course, Scream, when Scream was coming out, like, you know, me, I, I love me my Scream, so I had to be in there for that. But recently, it's like, you know, I can get there anytime. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I feel you. Unless I want to, unless I really want to see Idris fight some damn lion, then I like I gotta be in there. But all right, let's get into some questions here before we get off the show. Here, if you want to send us a question, it's six one seven five zero six three four zero nine. You can send us a question anytime you want, and we will answer on any show. This person here says, why do you think Top Gun Maverick has been such a hit? It passed Doctor Strange 2 already domestically. Leo, any thoughts on that? So Top Gun, Gun, the original Top Gun, has a massive following. Like, massive. I mean, a lot of people grew up with the first Top Gun, and it's just something very close to a lot of people's hearts. To be honest with you guys, that is the most packed screening I've been to this year. Um, it was packed to the gills with people. And I, I, I realized it, but I didn't necessarily like process it until I went to that screening and I was like, whoa, it is like wall to wall packed at Top Gun Maverick. Like a press screening or was it like a public one? It was a public screening. Like there were tons of people wall to wall. And it was one of the biggest houses here in Denver. So I was like, whoa, this is like. There's a lot. There, there's just like a massive fan base for this for Top Gun. Like Bro, it's like a cult classic. Theaters are still getting that. sold They're out attached. for it. Yeah, like yeah, I, I checked on Sunday. Uh, I think I saw it on Sunday, and yeah, my yeah. theater was packed. Yeah, packed. and like somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh man, my theater was it's like still crowded for Top Gun." And I was like, "Damn, I wonder what like my theater next to me is looking like." And it was like flooded, maybe like three seats left. I'm like, "Yo, what is going on with this movie? This movie's legs is like insane." Also, I think it appeals to a lot of age mm-hmm. groups. Yeah, like it, it yeah. really hits almost every target demographic of age group that is going to the theaters regularly. Still, it it hits every age group, like from from people who are older all the way to younger kids who can enjoy it and like Mission Impossible and things like that. It's it's just got a massive demographic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's very interesting because I think because I think I saw the report of like it brought like over fifty crowds back to the theater like since like twenty eighteen or something like that, and I was like, oh my god, you know? Because um, you think about like MCU movies or like DC movies, those are like mo- mostly younger crowds. Like my nana is not gonna go see like the Batman, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, like I I saw a lot of older people when I went my first time seeing it. It was like the entire like back row was like full of older people and stuff so even even a lot of people with disabilities as well were in the theater you know for top gun maverick or Mm -hmm. people who are you know ex-military probably you know another kind of demographic that's like showing up uh meg how about you what do you think has been like the secret sauce for top gun i mean it's tom cruise like tom cruise is like the movie star you know uh so I think he just pulls in a lot of uh, a lot of people like when they see a movie has Tom Cruise in it, like, oh, OK, well, I got to go see it. Um, 
so I think he's a really big draw. And then like Leo said, like the first Top Gun movie is like a cult classic anymore. Like it's like people mold their entire personality around Top Gun. So uh, it has a huge audience. Uh, and then I think that they waited like the perfect amount of time for a sequel um, that pays such respect to the first one. Like it, that's how you like bait nostalgia in like the perfect way without like disrespecting it in any way. Um, and then, I mean, I knew that um, Val Kilmer was going to be in the movie before I saw it. So it was like seeing Val Kilmer like have a comeback in like a movie that is so touching like for him and his career, uh, I think it drew a lot of people in too, because I mean, a lot of people know that like he's not, hasn't been like very healthy the last few years. So to see that comeback is just, you know, something you really want to witness on the big screen. But I think that, you know, it's, it's different from what we've been getting from movies. Like it's not like some crazy superhero film or like some art housey film it's just like a pure action blockbuster movie that uh i think like you guys said just like hits all age groups yeah and can i can i say something about the val kilmer it, that was such a brilliantly yes. oh, I agree. Scene. like i mean just to really play to you know his health struggles and to be able to like capture so much essence out of just expressions and and you know the way that they communicated with one another, it was mm-hmm. just well, beautiful. I, um, I had watched uh, the Val documentary that's on Amazon last year in theaters, and his role in Top Gun was, like, so pivotal in his career, and it's, like, pretty heartbreaking because, like, he made so much money off of this film, and then he ended up having to, like, literally spend all of the money he made to bail his father out of, like, debt. So, like, he had to start taking, like, these smaller roles in, like, these crappy movies uh, to make money because, like, he was dead broke. So, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think he ever really um, got that career high again. So, like, returning to this franchise where he's still, like, healthy enough to return is just, I think, is just, like, a beautiful moment for him. And being able to have that interaction with uh, Maverick... Uh, in the way that they did was just like they didn't make him have to change who he is to be able to be in the movie, you know? Right. Yeah. Um. Damn. It makes me want to go watch the movie again. There it is. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's just a, it's really, it's really good to see the movie doing so well. Like I love when movies are, I love when like the, when movies surprise us. You know, when it comes to like how it's resonating with the audiences. So it's really, it's been nice to really see its kind of growth you know, in the box office. So, um, all right, let's do another question here. This person here says with all the new things coming out about Ezra Miller, why do you think Warner brothers has not said anything about everything? I have no idea. (laughs) Well, like when does Warner brothers ever say (laughs) anything though? Like they let Ray Fisher get dragged through the mud over Mm -hmm. and over and they treated him pretty horribly, um, trying to like, uh you know set his career back um and they they've never said anything really about any of their actors that do like horrible things or at least are accused of horrible things they just kind of wait for it to be like over you know um which i think is yeah i don't know it's like a double-edged sword right because like if if he's like going through the court process if he's like actively being sued or whatever there's only so much they could say but at this point with these accusations where it's like multiple young women at the time um who are claiming like things like he did inappropriate things or like his their parents are saying um i'm sorry i meant to say they i didn't mean to misgender him but um or them dang i did it again um that was terrible when i first started (laughs) yeah so uh I think that they really need to say, at least address what is going on with Ezra, because it's like every day it's something more and more wild, you know, like just today, there was another family that said that their young, like 12 year old daughter uh, was inappropriately, um, like inappropriately, like he, they interacted inappropriately with this child. And it's like, I'm sorry, but. If, if you're going to stay silent, you're just, like, letting, like, people run wild with 
accusations and like you have at some point you have to say something whether it's Ezra him um, themselves or if it's like their PR person or if it's Warner Brothers it's just at this point you know and even if it is like a narrative that people are running with that like Ezra is this horrible person like address it you know because uh Ezra is like a big uh like a big figure in like um like the non-binary the LGBTQ plus community and it's like for to see someone that you've looked up to for so long get like thrown into this it's like okay like it's very shocking yeah and it's the and it's the fact like okay so like you know when things happen it's like okay like one thing happens and then you're like okay like this is ridiculous we talk about it for a few days and then we kind of move on it's 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 not a good thing in our culture i'm not i'm no i'm by no means am i like advocating that oh someone can do a horrible thing and then we kind of get over it that's just how we are that's just how society is um you know so the fact that it's been like every week it seems like i got a disgusting film store like you know post about what ezra has done and i'm like this is like insane It's, it's no longer it's becoming like a troll at this point where it's like where what can they get away uh, like like away with mm-hmm. and stuff? It's like the next thing I'm gonna see like tomorrow is like they burn down a house. You know what I mean? And it's like mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is still not saying anything. And you know I I and I and I get they have like the Flash coming out next year. This poor movie is just like this has it's PR cursed. nightmare. Oh my all goodness. over it's it. And it the beginning. <laughs> And and if you think that <laughs> casual audiences do not know when a movie has bad PR all over it, I mean, might I give you Justice League 2017, <laughs> you know, oh, like you, casual audiences, when they hear stories, they like stuff like this, like, you know, when you saw, when you heard all the stories back in 2017, riddling like the Justice League movie, this, they, they hear all that stuff because it's all over online. It's all over cosmopolitan magazine and this magazine my mom's asking me about about the flash movie and and you know what's going on so it's like they hear all that stuff so i mean i can't even see this movie doing that well how with how much has come out tour for this movie like how because <laughs> like if you're just going by like okay uh like the ray fisher stuff from like the beginning like let's go to the very beginning of like this whole thing like the Ray Fisher stuff would have already been a like a, a PR nightmare for them to do a press tour on anyways, you know? And then you're going to add on all of this stuff with Ezra. And it's just like, how, how are they even going to talk about their movie without, you know, reporters or anybody like rightfully asking like, Hey, what the hell is going on with this? Because they yeah. had, and then Fantastic Beast came out, and they did press stuff, but it's not even like Ezra is like a main, main, main character in that film. Like they're the leading star yeah. in right. the Flash. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? It's not like a Christopher Plummer kind of thing, where even if you do recast, it's like okay for a few scenes, fine. Well, if I can take the money, you make take the money hit. Like, in order to recast them they have to completely overhaul and redo the movie. It seems like, yeah. you know, so what do you It's do? sad that the flash is the flash and green lantern are my two favorite DC heroes. Oof. And they just have done absolutely nothing with them on screen. That is positive. Like it's just, and now, and now Ezra out here running around doing all this stuff. I'm not even looking forward to it. I'm like, dude, I wanted this to be like my number one, like hyped DCEU film. And here mm. we are every week there's something new and they're they need help i think i think that they need need really really need some help and and warner brothers just this once this once this needs to be addressed yeah like something's got to be done here like you know at least like a statement like you know we are aware of the actions so you know yada 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 something like but but for Warner Brothers and, and Discovery now, because it's under new management, so it's yeah. not like you can blame like the original heads of power. It's like it's David Zaslav, so it's like we got to do something. But I'm I'm sure they're having conversations, and I'm sure they're like trying to figure out what to do. And I think that if 
like say Ezra had like a smaller role. Like say for instance, say this was like Black Adam and Ezra's playing like Adam Smasher, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're easily like day one, they'll be like, okay, we're gonna recast, yada yada. You know, cause like what happened with that Zack Snyder movie? Wasn't it uh Army of the Dead? Yeah, you know, didn't they have they recast they, it? Yeah, they totally uh recast the character and digitally put them into the movie like af- well after the movie was shot and it cost them I think it was like 15 million, 25 million oh, just for that. So imagine yeah. a lead. Yikes. Yeah, imagine so, someone that's in the movie like a majority of the time. But like at the end of the day, you know, like it's really not about like yeah it sucks that like this movie is probably gonna be horrible what really sucks is that like there's like actual like people accusing Ezra of these horrible things like whether you believe they're true or not like you know the first time an accusation comes out you're kind of like oh okay well like let's wait to hear kind of like the the uh, other side to it and then the other side doesn't say anything and then it happens again with another young woman mind yeah. you like Ezra has been in this position a few times with like the choke the whole choking of a fan and and uh, all that stuff and it's just like we got it on video yeah it's just like okay you know like I get people go through things you know everybody's life is different but like at the end of the day if these kids are saying that like something happened to them or like they felt uncomfortable with like a grown man, a grown person, like speaking to them in a certain way or, you know, doing something to them that they didn't like. It's like, okay, well we got to, they got to figure something out because, you know, it's just like makes you nervous to see the news tomorrow because it's like another person could be a victim and it's just really sad. And they just, it just seems like they just, it, and it comes off like as a studio that you just don't care. And yeah. you're like, just like, okay, you know, it's one thing if you're like trying to figure some stuff out and you're like, you know, all right, guys, please just be patient. We're trying to figure it out. Like, like a, some type of statement like that, at least like yeah. we're trying to figure, we're trying to talk amongst ourselves just or like say like a week or something. You know, you're going through like legal, like due to legal whatever yeah something we can't discuss the ongoing investigation with ezra miller like at least acknowledge like them just saying that they know that these this is happening like mind you we we know that they know right i mean there's like no way they can't know but like putting that out there would be just like at least acknowledging it you know it's just i don't know it's just really sad especially when we're seeing like immediate developments when it comes to amber heard stuff too is like immediately we see like these rumors or reports about you know aquaman 2 and stuff like that so i'm like damn so like so it's like you know what to do yeah so what's going on here you know so i don't know we will see but um all right everyone that is it for today's episode thank you guys for joining thank you guys for listening as always i'll go around the call to get everyone's social medias I'll start with you, Leo. Let everyone know I can follow you. What's coming up on your channel? Guys, you can follow me over at Geekly Goods on YouTube. Go ahead and uh, type it in that search bar. It's a logo with two Gs on it. That's me. That's your boy. Come on over. Let's talk some geek, y'all. We got a lot coming up. Uh, Around the corner tomorrow, actually, we have Umbrella Academy Season 3, a review of that. Caught that a little bit early. Um, Mixed feelings. Uh... Also, we've got more Stranger Things coverage coming up. Um, not entirely sure when, but that will be coming up as well. And uh, yeah, lots to look forward to. A couple other movies here and there too. Black Phone is coming out. So we'll be seeing that next week and we'll be dropping a review as well. Guys, come on over to the channel. And then if you're on social media, that's Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, or Instagram. I'm at Leo Rydell GG. All right, and Meg, let them know where they can follow you and what's coming up with you soon. Well, you can find me on all forms of social media as Wonder Meg. That includes YouTube. If you want to take a note out of Leo's book, just type in Wonder Meg in the search bar, and you'll see a beautiful (laughs) picture of my face. Uh, (laughs) So go ahead and uh, hop on over there, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Um, next week, pretty exciting. I have an interview with the Wonder Woman, Susan Eisenberg, that is Ooh. dropping on CBR. So we talk, uh, 
we we I might have asked her about the Wonder Woman game coming out. I might have asked her. Um, so go ahead and uh, you know follow me on social media so you know when that comes out. I also have a review for comic coming out next week. Uh, Dark Crisis Young Justice number one, as well as I think tomorrow I have an interview dropping with a cosplayer named Susie Creates, who does literal like movie quality cosplays. It's absolutely insane. Uh, so yeah, those are pretty exciting things. Look at Meg thriving. I Ooh, hate to see it. Look at Meg. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yo, my uh, sleep schedule hates to see it too. I'm dogging lately. <laughs> no, I heard, oh, man. You got you especially that. when you got a full time, you got a mm-hmm. job, and then you got all oh I feel you. Um, but congrats on all your all your new recent successes. You, you as well, Leo. It feels like we're all kind of just vibing here. So I dig it. And uh, everyone, they, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, <laughs> and you can follow the podcast on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. That is it, everyone. Our review for Lightyear will come this weekend. If I don't get a chance to see it this weekend, um, it'll probably be, probably be be hosted by someone else from the group, so stay tuned for that. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Leo and Meg. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.